Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with Yus. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button because we're going to talk about the chaos of the summer transfer window. We're going to go into some players like Pets. And Yus, before <laughs> you go on to this timeline, uh -huh. okay, I'm a little bit worried because Laporta's coming out here saying Frankie de Jong is not going to Man U or any other club. And I think it's a bold-faced lie like he had against Messi. <laughs> and if we end up selling Frankie de Jong, and Emerson, I'm going to be very upset. And Emerson, <laughs> he'll be here for a lifetime, and then we sell him like two weeks later. Yeah. So if, if that ends up happening, I'm going to be mad. But go ahead and run through the ti uh, the, the whole sure, table sure. of contents. Okay, so we're going to go over Kessie, Christensen, Rafinha, Frankie, Dembele, Lenglet, Depay, Traore, LDJ, which you just had mentioned right there. Or, sorry, that's Luke DeYoung, not Frankie <laughs> DeYoung. You're, you're swapping him <laughs> up, Yus. Sorry, but... I know you're sad. The goat, Luke DeYoung, is going. That's He's true. going back to Sevilla. That's true. He's off of his loan. But... Let's get into it, yeah. right? Because I think the first thing you said, I think we're going to go, you know, some of these things are verified, bona fide truths. They've already happened, like the departure of Traore and Luke de Jong. Sure. On the other hand, there are some, you know, rumors that we're going to talk about with Dembele, Lenglet, and Frankie. Uh, and then I think, like you said, to start it all off, we have Kessie and Christensen, and a member of the Barca team have been coming out saying that this week will be when we officially, officially announce them as members of the team. If you guys remember, you know, in the past week, we finally officially pulled the economic levers to sell, I think, 10% of the BLM, and I believe that was to some really no-name venture capital firm it seemed like I, it was called like six degrees or something i don't know it was really weird i, I checked out their twitter page they had very few followers but the good <laughs> news is use we're, we're strengthening the midfield with kessie mm -hmm. and we're getting more help in the back line with sure. christensen and you know those are two areas of the team that i think we really need to revitalize especially with you know, Busquets getting old, Frank de Jong getting sure. injured sometimes, and Pedro getting injured sometimes. Y you know what I'm excited about is, for example, Frank Kessie. He's six foot, 194 pounds. This guy is going to be a tank in our midfield. And, you know, with our midfield right now, we have a lot of young guys who are a little rambunctious. They're very energetic. They move around a lot. And having someone who's a little uh, larger in the midfield able to kind of not only maneuver around players but also be a little more of a aggressive physically on the in the middle is great because sort of will be uh, uh as a uh, comparison to Busquets right he's a lot slower a lot less uh physical you know he gets pulled down all the time he's always holding his face getting fouled getting kicked I think Kessie will be a great addition there and as well as Christian and, and that kind of goes to what Coleman was saying right mm -hmm. Coleman was kind of hating on Barca on the tiki taka style saying that True. we live in the past and that <laughs> you know football is more physical and yeah. I, I you know I, I do remember how it was a, a breath of fresh air to have both Paulinho and Arturo Vidal Right, even though they were there for some some bad mm -hmm. moments, I mean they had some good performances, and they add just a different level of like kind of that stereotypical box to box midfielder who's very you know physical. And I'm hoping that Kessie can kind of add an, a new dynamic, like you were saying. Sure, yeah, and uh, Christensen will be great as well. He's also a large guy, and I think he could do well um, with us because you know uh, other transfer news is possibly Lenglet could be leaving to Tottenham. So it'd be good to actually get a player who could be utilized way more than that because um, we played Lenglet, I think, only a few times last season, including the last two games. And uh, I, I'm that happy we about saw. that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, you know, some of the bigger news coming out is Rafinha. Well, real quick, real uh -huh, quick. What? I do think Lenglet could have a good career, man. You know, sure. Lenglet's one of those players who, even though he had so many bonehead mistakes... I just I remember how how his peak was maybe eighteen nineteen season and how much he was 
a defensive stalwart and someone we could count on so much. And I just feel like he has so much baggage with Barca. And I'm hoping that him going to Tottenham will be a chance for him to kind of revitalize his career because he was really good for a time, right? Like there yeah. was a period when Umtiti had just gotten hurt and we like got Langlet and all of a sudden he became an out and out starter with PK and we really, really valued his performances. Of course, he was there for Roma, Anfield, you know, some of the big defeats, Bayern Munich as well. But I'm hoping he has a good career. So, you know, I'm always I'm going to be excited to tune into Spurs games and watch him. No, I agree. I hope I wish him the best. Honestly, uh, whatever happens to him, he I liked watching him play in the, the limited time he had on the good times with us and the bad times. But, you know, whatever. We're going to move on. Uh, it's his time to go, I believe. But. Well, like I was saying, Rafinha is kind of the bigger news to me right now because we had that whole time where uh, if Leeds wasn't getting relegated, we weren't going to spend the money on him. But it looks like with the money that we got from the, all the economic levers that we may be getting a, a signing of either around 50 million to 60 million euros, which is still a lot of money. And they're still talking about the acquisition of um, Lewandowski. So this whole thing would really bolster our attacking front with Fati. I think it's bogus. Well, the, I mean, yeah. Use Chelsea <laughs> are willing to pay more. Okay. And I think this is all just a ploy to get Dembele to sign. That's my honest-to-God truth here. I really think that we're just putting the pressure in the media that, like, oh, Rafinha's close to coming because we're not going to take both Rafinha and Dembele. I don't see any chance that happens when we already have Torres, Fati, Depay, possibly Lewandowski. Uh, and so I really just think this is, the, like, the, the Barca board putting the pressure on Dembele, getting him to sign, like we've already mentioned, that lowered contract uh, in a hurry. What do you think about that? Uh, it is a possibility, but I also feel like... At this point in the whole Dembele saga, I've, why, why now to do this whole thing when he could have signed for so long and there, the difference in the contract, I think, is a million dollars from what they had uh, previously uh, assigned him. And I, I, It's a good, fair point because we know the Spanish media is always doing things like this to rile up, like they, how many times they did that to Neymar and that situation. But at the same time, I just feel like uh, maybe they're done with Dembele. Maybe they just like, hey, I don't want to well, do this whole the, Dembele the, the thing. The thing that you have to realize, right, is mm -hmm. also in the last three to f you know three days, basically, we've seen a tremendous amount of reports that Dembele is closer than yeah. ever to re-signing. So okay. it's not like it's not like this is just a one-sided thing. Where we're like, okay, we're going to Rafinha. You know, Laporte has told Dembele the offers off the table, right? Like both sure. of the both of the the reporting on both sides, which again we have to look at critically, have been moving simultaneously, mm -hmm. and it just seems a little bit too perfect that. When Rafinha seemed like he had a deal ready uh, with Chelsea, that all of a sudden Leeds would hold on it because that you know uh, uh, Rafinha and his agent Deco, who of course has a good Barca ties, is 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 all of a sudden trying to make the magic so they'll accept a lower bid from Barca. I I'm not entirely buying it, and I think that you know you do have to look at the fact that sure. there are reports Dembele is closer than ever, and and it's just a little bit too perfect for me that you know all of a sudden both would be moving. Uh, in tandem for basically the same position is it's a little bit too much for me the the real overall criticism i have whether or not barca decide to sign rafinha or dembele was i think when we first uh did the economic levers i was saying the whole time like barca should not be uh, i i don't know if the word wasting is correct but just throwing money around getting players here and there now that we have, you know, how many ever millions of dollars because that's how we got here in the first place and that's how Bartomeu screwed us. And, right, we had – <laughs> and with the whole um, uh, rumors thing, Bartomeu was – he himself hired people, and that's how he got in trouble, right, to put out rumors. This is not in the same – 
uh, area, but it's not unheard of of Barca, you know, putting out rumors to try to change things up in the team, you know. So I, I definitely can see that as a possibility. I do hope that we get one of them, right, because we definitely need it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's I guess we still have we probably have what another two weeks to wait to see what happens. Around there, yeah. Yeah. Um, but as you started this video off, or we started this video off, the uh, Frankie de Jong thing is, you know, Laporte is saying that, and what I, I just kind of want to... I'm going to be so mad, dude. <laughs> I already said it once, <laughs> but I'm really, really going to be upset, and like, uh, I don't know, someone's going to have to stop me from going to Barca <laughs> and, and yelling at Laporte, because it doesn't make... Dude, if uh -huh. he's coming out there and he's saying clear as day, right, ugh, I just remember just the hypocrisy of him hugging the Messi statue, hugging, telling Messi we all love you when he won president. And then, like you said, him telling Emerson at that unveiling at the Camp Nou, he's going to be here for a long time. And then we trade, you know, we trade him away two weeks later. If we if he, he just come out, he came out and said, Frankie de Jong is going to stay at Barca. We want him. He's one of the best midfielders in the world. If we end up throwing him out. Uh, to Manchester United, I'm going to be so mad, but man. If, if I, I do understand. <laughs> See, here's how these politicians get you, right? Yeah. Because Laporta throws in, uh, the headline is, Barca won't get rid of Frankie de Jong, right? But one of the things he says there is that we will need Frankie to reduce his mm -hmm. salary, which, yep. you know, uh, we always have kind of a touchy-touchy subject with with a reduction in salaries from the Bartomeu time period because at the same time that I understand fans want players to, you know, think of the club, they have a contract that was signed that's paying them more money, and none of us who are listening to this or talking here would voluntarily really accept less money from an employer. So I, I understand that the, the team might need Frankie to take a lower pay cut, but I just I don't see how it's possible he's going to, and I just think that you know it's just going to be one of those moments where we, we look back on Laporta saying this, and we're just like, why did he even say that if he knew Frankie's going to leave? But if you, do, if you don't believe the whole uh, Leeds-Dembele thing, and we talked about all the other politician moves that uh, Laporta has already made since he came back to Barcelona. Why would you believe him now is the question, right? How many times... But why so would... Do, like, what type of deranged person <laughs> goes out there and says something so clear as day when they don't mean it? I know, but it's just... I don't want to think of Laporta in that way, to I be agree. honest, but maybe I should. Yeah, I mean, it's rough because if, the, if he does this, this will not be the first time, and that's the sad part, is that we would just be falling for the same thing over and over again. And at the end of the day, we're throwing away just like enormous talent that if we have the money now and so why are we making a move like this right and why are we giving uh, we're even trading him like we gave away uh messi we gave away uh suarez we we might almost give away dembele if this whole thing doesn't go through and now we might possibly give away frankie de Jong. i don't know it, it puts my the sporting director situation all out of faith if these players who are really there to be part of barcelona are just being mistreated and mismanaged and just n that's not the barca does barca like it's more than a club, Adam. How could we do that to our players, you know? I don't know. <laughs> that was a... Well, I think the yeah. last few things of, like, bona fide news to talk about, Luke de Jong headed back to Sevilla, Adama okay. Traore headed back to uh, Wolves. They are no longer on loan to Barca. I mean, nothing too surprising there, right? Traore added some fire for two weeks, basically, in <laughs> January, but soon got found out by their clubs and then mm -hmm. Luke Young had a bunch of great performances that I think a lot of fans you know he'll be one of those cult hero 
players for Barca for a long time, kind of reminding me of Paulinho in a little bit of a way, right? That guy who comes for one season has some amazing performances. Um, you know, even even more amazing is just how Luke de Jong had won us so many points in the league. I think it was upwards of like 10 points because of his late goals throughout the season. And so I'll miss them both, but it, it makes sense that they have to go um, you know, just because I doubt the team is in the position right now to pay the transfer fees needed to to keep them. Sure. And do we really want to, right? It's kind of one of those thoughts where they did their job and they go back to their team and we move forward. And that's not the way we were trying to rebuild our team. And so I was happy to experience those games and live a little through them and watch some chaotic Barca play. But I think we're going to move on. Hopefully all of this transfer uh, chaos is over in just a couple weeks because it would be really great to talk about the potential of the team coming into next season with our actual players and uh, who we can rely on coming into the season and, you know, predictions, right? Because we, w I think the first three games of the season have been uh, officially set with times and I'm excited to watch all of them, Adam. Is there any last words for you? No. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.